Before we begin this episode, we acknowledge that the First Nations people of Australia are and always will be the traditional custodians. We pay respect to all those who have come before us and lead us now, and acknowledge that together we must learn from the past to continue to move forward and reconcile. This is Tegan. And this is Kate. And welcome to Hard Rock Crochet. This is a special episode anyway, because we are not, it's not a normal episode. No, it's not a normal episode. No. And we are calling this Unravel with Tegan and Kate, Chats at the Round Table. And this is a very, very special chat because we've invited two very special guests Mm -hmm. to come on and chat about something that's been going on in our community this week. Yes. And today we are joined by, drumroll, Drooby Zoo and And Crochet Miss Eddie. Recording in progress. I do love your um your uh, jumper there, Sam. Mm. The owl. Yeah, this is the, the this is the like one of the jumpers where I was like, will I get cancelled for having this because it is completely like cheap yarn and manufactured, but it looks so cool. Like, look at it. Yeah, I thank you. Third one I haven't seen. I've, I've so did you get three? I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is the third one. I'm excited. I've seen the whole collection now. Oh, I'm jealous. I gotta keep up with this. <laughs> well, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Costco knit. If that helps, it does. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's yeah. I mean, they're cozy, but I know I haven't washed them yet, and I'm like, I don't want to because I mean, I will eventually because they'll smell. But like, I will need to. It <laughs> like, will ruin like the the fabric on it. So, oh, well. yeah. What are you gonna do? What Let's am I gonna do? Right. So uh, we've called you all into this meeting today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, to cover the, the week's worth of controversy um, I, and yeah. news. God, there's more controversy after this is not even fucking related. Oh my God. <laughs> this week has been crazy and now yeah. more um, oh. oh, okay. So I, uh, someone has created a Instagram post asking us to stop using certain hashtags because they may be triggering to some people. Oh. So such, such <laughs> yeah. as yarn therapy, um, yarn, yarn diet, yarn addict. Yarn, yeah, yarn yeah. addict. It's triggering to people oh. who um, might be recovering or. Yeah, that's so what? true. <laughs> I, didn't even, I sometimes drop crochet <laughs> addict. And I haven't think yeah. about it. Hang on, let mm-hmm. me. I'll sit, let, let me send yes. you the post. I was just trying to find it. I think you might have it. Mm. And like, so I'm a social worker. So for me, I'm like, I can completely see where this is coming from. Mm. But mm. is it like political re- correctness gone too far? Yeah, because then I've screenshotted two stories that have their own opinions of it. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) It's always so hard in those circumstances because a lot of times the people that are complaining about it aren't like the subject of it. Mm. Like if someone who was an addict or someone who was in therapy was like, this is offensive to me. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Please let me change. But when it's someone else that's just sort of like, this could be offensive to this other person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, but is it to them? (laughs) Because... Like, I could see where it could be, but if it's not, then I don't want to have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
One person said, I'm sick of people speaking on my behalf. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at this now. Yeah, so the ones that she's um, put up are <clears throat> yarn addict, knitting is my therapy, yarn diet, yarn fast, which I've never used that before, mm. um, knitting ad- addict, <laughs> sock knit is anonymous. I've never heard of that one. Yarn is my therapy, which I thought that one, like, uh, come on, like that one's a bit. And then yarnaholic, I kind of get that one. But yarn's mm. my therapy. Like, yarn is my therapy. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't even have hooker in there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole separate <laughs> we're you know um, we're here for the hookers we're speaking on behalf of them <laughs> we care <laughs> i mean, I, yeah, I mean with that one i still don't i don't really even know the argument i've not paid any attention to the argument on either side is it bad i don't know <laughs> i'm just like so straight so, away but i probably should be a bit more aware i'm just like oh not like, my circus, yeah, well, the, not my monkeys. This is like the caption of this on this post. This is by Amy, Amy's her mates. Yeah, Amy's her mates. Anyway, she says that um, <laughs> um, I've used some of these hashtags in the past, but I've st- I made an effort to stop using them, even if it harms a few people who feel belittled by them. I think it's worth letting go. Addiction, eating disorders, and mental illness are not juicy things to make jokes about. Fair point. I get that. While knitting can be therapeutic, um, it's not therapy. It will be far more helpful if you actually need therapy to incorporate knitting into your mindfulness practice with a therapist in capitals. Some of these hashtags to use instead suggest in the uh, I've suggested in the comments, such as knitting, knitting as mindfulness and knitting is therapeutic. And it goes on. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for finding ways to be more inclusive and like alter mm-hmm. language so that it's not offensive. Um, and it's it's hard because I think a lot of the arguments that I see against certain things are like, oh, political correctness gone too far. Like, well, we can't say anything without offending anyone. And like, for the most part, the people who are saying those things are the people who are going too far. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> I don't want to agree with them, but at the same time, like, I don't know if yarn is my therapy is harming as many people as we think it is based on this post. But well, you could also, you could also go to the whole point of shopaholics or shopping is my therapy. You could apply it to anything. Interestingly, she's turned the comments off on this post. So I'm not too sure. Well, I think she actual- says, she says, if you have issues with impulse control with shopping, please actually seek help for that. It's not cute or quirky. Mm-hmm. Acting like it's a funny little personality quirk can really hurt those of us who are trying to make an effort to do the inner work on this. Oh, Which I yeah. get. I mean, it's it's her opinion, though. <laughs> Telling someone yeah. that they need help is your opinion. If that person feels that they need help, that's up to them to seek that out. That's true. I'm, yeah, <laughs> that bothers me a little bit. <laughs> It is, it's sort of like recreational outrage, like being outraged on someone else's behalf, even when they have not asked for that or shown that they need that. I guess I've never seen anyone say, you know, like, listen, I, you know, maxed out all of my credit cards. I lost my house because I spend so much money on shopping. It really bothers me when you make light of it by saying, you know, yarn addict or whatever. And like, 
I don't think I've ever seen that. And not that that's what it should take to get you to change your behavior too, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's also like all the, I mean, I don't know if this is completely related, but I just sprung to mind. There's like all those jokes about like hiding your your yarn budget from your husband jokes. And I'm always <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, I do that. Do you do that one? <laughs> no, I did I actually hide my hide my yarn budget from my husband. <laughs> I used to now I just show it. <laughs> just like he just like he doesn't tell me how much he spends on his computer games. Uh, it's you know, that's, that's us spending money. If it's your own money, like, you want at the end of the day. That's fine, yeah. And that's <laughs> another situation where like if you follow this rabbit hole of like could this possibly offend someone somewhere, then pretty much everything you say on the internet is gonna eventually mm -hmm. find someone that it offends. Like, because mm -hmm. I'm sure there are like abusive situations where, you know, one partner is very uh, domineering over the money situation. And like, that's a true thing. But like, there's lots of situations where it's like kind of a jokey, like I've spent a lot of money on my on oh, yarn yeah. and my partner wishes I didn't. And like, uh, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to navigate that it's a very nuanced issue with all types of like jokes mm -hmm. you'll never be able and to also, please everyone yeah. yeah and i also guess with um or sometimes with like some jokes on that you make in a post or something sometimes they get misinterpreted for mm -hmm. example <laughs> i have <laughs> my most i had this i haven't like I didn't want to bring too much attention to it until now but um <laughs> i just reached half a million views on instagram I have this one oh, reel, wow. I know, which I thought you'd think would be good. But anyway, <laughs> I have this one reel that has just taken off and it's just become so divisive between people in the queer community. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> Trying to be like, a, I don't know, a bit more of like a, a nice representative of like how to like live authentically. And I've just like made this one joke that haywire misinterpretations and which one was it yeah it's the one it was for pan sexuality pride day and so it's like i'm holding up because i've got like the three oh, bunnies that right. i made for easter mm, yeah. like the pink yellow and the blue um and so it was something that was like the joke was like talking to straight people and telling trying to tell them that pansexuality should be the default sexuality and I put it in the little yes, bunny our, ears. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and people were like, default sexuality? There's no default. And I'm like, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I mean. It's in quotations. Were, it's I, a joke. Just, <laughs> this, is, this is all merely hypothetical. And like, it's meant to be like within the bounds of like, oh, no. people thinking that there is a default. I don't, that's where the conversation lies. And it's just like, it's gone everywhere. There's got people who are just like, telling me one that that's not true <laughs> and i'm like okay and then other people saying there's no default other people saying that pansexuality isn't real and it's biphobic um <laughs> like literally there's someone in my comments now who's like constantly going back and replying to everyone and i like i ignore all the like most of the likes because it's just too many now but it's like all the um comment replies are just like aggressive <laughs> people and i'm like Wow. Because well, the it's joke like open, was open Pandora's box and now you can I, mm. I know. I was like, this is just meant to be a fun joke about like 
people thinking there's a default or something or like and just want to i put pansexuality because it was pan pride i was like oh yeah let's celebrate pansexuality pandora's <laughs> box you say yeah i really <laughs> <opened Yay>. pan- <laughs> but the joke was basically responding to the idea that a lot of straight people think that being straight is the default and saying yeah, yeah. it would make more sense if pan were the default because then you narrow it down to what you actually whatever yeah but like he wasn't arguing that there should be a default or that there is a default and it was just like so many different flavors of outrage like <laughs> people agreeing people disagreeing and it was just like wow this is really <laughs> striking I a lot all, of different chords i'm like trying wow. to figure out if i should be going in and also like, i know how people like stop comments from being put on things but i kind of like i let, i want people to have like the open discussions but also yeah, yeah. i don't know to what level i should be allowing that going in and actually like monitoring comments and things yeah so i don't have the time of the That's... day to go do that but also like no I don't actually know who's right or wrong or like oh like, this is different to the the videos intentions it's not that deep <laughs> it's really not that deep <laughs> um, i don't know but yeah like that's what i mean with those that video it was like the intention of the video is like completely just went over a lot of people's heads but mm-hmm. well you know it's it, like interestingly you could apply that same perspective <clears throat> to the wee crochet mm. What is it? Rainbow Awareness Month, or what, whatever they called it originally. So, should we do Rainbow a little bit of a, a, a uh, Rainbow Appreciation? It? I think it was. I thought it was Rainbow Enthusiast. No, yeah. I thought it was Appreciation. Someone wrote Appreciation Month. Well, so <laughs> for, for those of let's do, let's just do a quick recap because I don't know how many people actually saw this come up because I had no idea it was going on until you you and then I didn't even know I was following them and and it, like like you were saying before, Drew. So. So essentially, um, we crochet, and they are also knit picks. They're two, yeah, they're two I think companies, it's the same company. I believe. Yeah. They released a a rainbow bla- baby blanket. Yeah, it's so a crochet rainbow blanket. Yeah. Yep, and then um, they marketed it as um, for Rainbow Appreciation Slash Enthusiast Month, but the <laughs> kicker is in the hashtags they use the LT. Gee, I, I, think, I can never get the acronym right. I always screw it up. I think, so it, I think it was just hashtag pride, not the um, hashtag L- pride. L- okay. LBGT, is that it? No, there's U plus ZY P. Essentially. So pretty much they were like, ooh, yeah, Rainbow Appreciation Month, but hashtagging all the pride hashtags and then that just blew up there apparently there was an email that got sent to their subscribers with the same and then they came out with a yeah apology apology i don't think they said apology. sorry <laughs> and, <laughs> was it, it was yeah, pretty much then, oh you know we've got some people in the community that work here okay thanks bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have gay friends, so I'm not homophobic. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I know a gay. <laughs> that's it. Now they turned the comments off on this original, this this first apology post, and but it was so divided. It was really divided, wasn't it? People were really mm-hmm. either like really offended, or they were like, "Yarn has nothing to do with pride. Get over yourselves." Mm. It was amazing the different types of anger that were in the comments. I mean, they were all pretty much angry comments. And there were those mm-hmm. in the queer community who are saying, this is not an apology, like do better. 
there were those in the queer community that were like, um, this is a craft page. It shouldn't have to do with anything, blah, 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 blah. Then there were people on the other side of the issue who were like, don't don't you dare like bow down to the woke demands of the liberals and <laughs> and then there were you know the on the other side the people that were like this has nothing to do with sexuality why are you bringing this into it blah 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 blah, blah. it was just like and, and then there was, was those really those there's always that one or two really left-wing religious people that come in trying to spruik their their views yeah. of, of of all of that as well, well was it but, uh, rainbows are made by god so everyone should appreciate them yeah yeah that was one of the comments so um that's one that was like uh a rainbow is a promise from god that he won't destroy the worth the destroy the world in water again and then they ended it with but this time it'll be fire and i was like whoa okay (laughs) that escalated Um, quickly (laughs) you know know, one of my favorite sayings as of late is um there's no hate quite like christian love Oh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> like, I mean, Mark like, I, I mean, yeah, I appreciate like I religious it. values and things, and I think it's like a, a great thing to be like people to go to church, have community, understand these values. It's when it kind of starts getting onto other people's mm. lives that's mm. when I'm a bit like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't join that part of anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, that's yeah. right. So, um, so then after that post, so what if that was like two days after that post, they actually came out with a proper apology. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of read the, um, the, the long caption to it, they're kind of like really burning the social media team. Like, yeah, it's like, they're we kind, they're new gone. people. There's new people that weren't trained well. I don't think um, they were new. <laughs> uh, if they were new, shouldn't you have been going over their work and okaying everything? Like, exactly. But what if it, okay, like, not that I'm saying that it happened like this, but what if it literally was just some innocent person posting this, oh, Rainbow Appreciation Month, and then they use the hashtag cry because they're really proud of rainbows, but not realising, oh. Um, and, like, and then they've gone, oh, God, this is my first day. I don't know what I'm doing. I just can't imagine anyone like that surviving the interview process to get a grown-up job. Mm. Like that's too beyond the pale. <laughs> it's very yeah. possible was... this person thought, let me change this so it's level for everybody. And they they think Rainbow Appreciation or Rainbow Enthusiast Month was more across the board than what the actual fucking month is, which is Pride Month. <laughs> we that's call it that thing. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. The intention was very clear that they were trying their hardest not to offend anyone. And in mm. doing so, they offended absolutely <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone. Which is, so it's, um, so it's, so there's some really big, um, big uh, people in our community have commented on these posts. Um, and especially since they've done, come out with the apology and going, thank you, this is what we needed. So I don't know. Do you think the apology is enough? Do you think it's resolved the situation? For me, I, I didn't really have much of an opinion of who they were or what they did until I saw this. This was the first thing that I've really kind of interacted um, with, with We Crochet, and it's kind of left a dirty mm. taste in my mouth. It I just, it needs to be followed by action. Like that's the yeah. only that's the only thing that will ever make it right. Like it, you can say 
you can, I mean, I feel like the second apology was much better drafted. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, an actual admission of guilt. Although I didn't care for them throwing the new members of the team under the bus or, you know, some of the ways that they phrased things. I was like, okay, all right. But at the same time, like, you need to follow that up with action to show that you are an inclusive company. And I think it comes down to the issue of whether or not companies should be taking sides on social issues, which I think Mm -hmm. they should. I think that I feel better shopping from a company that I know matches my values. And when you do something like this, where you're trying so hard to cater to two people on opposite sides of the spectrum, that's when things get iffy. And Mm -hmm. so I think it was a good start, but there definitely needs to be some real action. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of sit on the fence a little bit with it. So not necessarily of like what they've done was not great. Like, thank you for the apology, et cetera. But I also can't be mad at them because I can see from a logical human point of view, they fucked up and, you know, that's fine. And yes, you know, show us um, what you can do with that. Show us what you learn from mm. that, et cetera. But I don't think that's going to change my, like my shopping I haven't shopped from them, but it's not going to change my view of shopping with them. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like, yes, they fucked up. If they turn around and said, oh, we don't want to deal with everyone, well, unfollow. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to bar off that. I want to get a little bit of my values, but at the same time, I'm not mad at it. I will probably just continue to be a follower, stalk their feed and might purchase from them eventually. So mm. that's why I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know where, where yeah. I really stand on it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of go on that side of the action being taken because like now that they've made a stance saying that they're like, we love, we love gay. It's like, we <laughs> okay, show that. Because like I, I was seeing, I mean, we still see it now, like in the comments, they're not removing things that are anti-LGBT and anti-pride and things like that. I was like, I think if you're going to make a stance, you kind of need to understand your stance too. Mm. <laughs> um, because stay, like saying that you're an ally, you, kind of do more i don't know if any of you have watched heartstopper um but uh, you should it's a great queer love story um yeah yeah there's a a girl in there who goes up to the the lesbian couple and she's like i'm an ally and they're like okay (laughs) thank you for your service (laughs) (laughs) and it's like such a good moment of like people when they say yeah they're an ally but it's like okay well what have you what have you done like (laughs) Mm. what are you doing what is your like how do you match what you're saying are you walking your talk like (laughs) they really back themselves into a corner mm, yeah i i'm a massive value shopper so i Mm. i will shop with um companies that align with with um my values or just or who or who have authentic values so like we look at we go back a few months and go back to the we on we are knitters um Zara. Mm. <laughs> the other like that was I have I've never I never had never had anything to do with them before and I never will again because the way that they just came out went yeah and then just completely just ignored it. I was like <laughs> not for me. Whereas these guys, I'm like, okay. Um you as you three know, I went on the way back machine and did a bit of internet stalking and and found out that their um we crochet's actual values and about section has a whole thing about 
this community and how they're allies and blah blah blah, blah. and then they came out and did this uh i think they've they've made a start in, in apologizing so i do respect that they've come out and gone yeah look fuck, we fucked up but you're right drew they need to follow on where is the action what you, you talk, you're talking the talk now walk the walk yeah what can exactly. a business and- do to become a really good ally what well, that this is a question that I reckon we can talk about. What what should a business do mm. to be able to support the community? Sorry, Zach, I'm going first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that the issue comes when they start to target the gay community for money. I think if a company mm. is going after gay money through Pride merch or turning their logo Pride or whatever, I think that's where the responsibility starts because if it's just a company going about their day and like, you know, whatever, but if they are specifically going after gay money, then that's when they need to start donating to gay organizations, showing Mm -hmm. how um, inclusivity is important to them on Mm -hmm. all levels of um, employment in the company. Like, you know, show who is in the boardroom, who's making these decisions and do Mm -hmm. the communities whose money you're targeting have a voice <laughs> um, in that in that room. Yeah, I, and it's like in the same, like the way I like to think about it is when you think about the marginalized communities and like, well, how much they've been through, um, anyone in a minority space and then who's profiting off of that? <laughs> like, mm. I was like, there's people who've been hurt here, who've been gone through so many trials and tribulations and now someone else is over here and they're like, we love that. But also I'm going to celebrate it and sell products aimed at that. Like, Just one month of the year. I'm going to get a good lump sum. Like, mm. that's like, that didn't a, really... Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually watching a, um, um, a podcast of some American YouTubers last week and they was talking about, I don't know if it was Target in the US or it was one of those big chains and they've come out with a whole heap of pride merch. Mm, and they were just Target. saying, well, it's now, yeah, Target, there you go. And it's just become like this, and it's just like another holiday that they're going to try yeah. and promote, like get yeah. money and and like, you know, like Halloween or Christmas or Easter. Oh, it's Pride Month. Let's just release all this merch and see how much mm. money we can get. And I never thought of it like that before. I thought, oh, wow. Mm. Like, to me, like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, this, I've never seen this before in a store. That's yeah. fantastic. But then if you really dig that bit deep, deep, deeper, well, uh, what what are they actually doing to follow through on their, their promise? Yeah. Exactly. It does give me sort of a weird Stockholm Syndrome vibe where, like, on some level, I'm happy that the gay community is so accepted now that it's okay for companies to publicly go after our money. Like, obviously that's not a good thing, but at the same time, like a company's not worried about the people who yeah. will boycott them because they're supporting or they, because they're showing affection for, I don't know if they're supporting, you know, in any way other than having the merchandise or whatever. But mm. so that on one level, I think that's a sign of progress. Obviously it's not mm. a great sign, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of thoughts I have about it. <laughs> just like, because I mean, there was the other thing that was brought up as well about even Pride creators. This is something I was asking about earlier this year, late last year. Can't remember when I was asking about it, and it's about uh, if I was to make 
like items that are for trans pride without ever having a lived trans experience it's like am i therefore profiting off the trans community like that's i was like mm. i've never been in their shoes i'm just also part of the queer community and so i was like is it appropriate there and then i asked out to everyone but i don't i don't know if just asking the community is the right way to do it so i also asked some rainbow organizations in new zealand to see what was right um and i think drew was the one who said it in the the best way which was like a lot of people in those messages and the organizations agreed which is like you don't like it's, it doesn't necessarily matter on the flavor of queer <laughs> it's just like that somebody queer is also representing other queer groups exactly. and minorities mm. um like that then people wouldn't mind too much from that but when it's someone who isn't queer it's a bit like what do you what is your intentions here and like i mm. always want to know what people's intentions are like like uh if you go through my comments there's one discussion that i have with someone about um that exact thing and they made a bunch of rainbow things to show to their friend that they were supportive and um yeah, they're just supportive of them as a queer individual and i i guess that's like the like that's a good intention but even down to it they're still making money out of it and i don't know where i lie on that one <laughs> still thinking yeah. about it i was like i know your intention and your heart is in the right place for making those things to show your friend that like you support them mm. but i guess that your intentions there aren't necessarily to make money out of pride month or anything and I, I think that like that makes sense to me. That seems to be fine. Also, if you made a bunch of rainbow things and now you don't know what to do with them, you may as well sell them. Um, but yeah, like that's, but the thing is, is like if you were to then start promoting them and not explain those intentions, yeah. like you will have a bad rep with them amongst mm -hmm. like a lot of queer people who would think like the same as myself, where initially I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> in my mind my mind that goes hand in hand with donating to a charity like if you're making sense. rainbow things to support a friend who is in the queer community and then selling that to strangers that is a great show of support for your friend but the money is just going to you so that would be a great time to be like listen you're my friend I care about you I care about your community so mm -hmm. you know this much of the profit is going to them I like I've had a lot of people ask my opinion I don't know why but um <laughs> they ask my opinion about like selling pride stuff and I've sort of come up with like some like loose rules like if a person from the queer community reaches out and wants a custom order from you that is a rainbow or a pride flag item you're supporting that queer person so it's okay for you to you know accept that money and you don't like if you are, you know, doing it for a specific member of the community or whatever, then that's fine. It's when you start coming out with a line of pride items where you're marketing it and hoping to sell it to strangers whose values you don't know, who's, mm. you know, you know, that's when you need to start consider, you know, giving back to the community because at that point you're just targeting queer money. So, so do you think, um, in this situation if we crochet had actually marketed this as pride and done all of that it would have had had such the, such a reaction as it has if they weren't say donating or, or being active in the community i i would it would have given me an icky feeling <laughs> i'm like 
who's benefiting from this? <laughs> like, yeah. what is this? Are they a bit did it as pride? I think they got more of a reaction because they called it Rainbow Enthusiast Month and didn't even acknowledge mm. Pride. <laughs> and I, yeah, although yeah. I kind of like, I want to kind of use the name Rainbow Enthusiast Month as like, uh, <laughs> like as a joke now because I think it's funny. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, but that's me. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I love that these these conversations are so important because, like, for me, I not that I would ever use the word ally. I, I, I wouldn't consider my like I've never actually heard this term until this month until you know pride month and it seems to be a term that is I don't know more out there um but I like I would I would if I I would never have even thought of that perspective like I would innocently have gone okay I've got a friend who you know wants to I want to help them they're they're you know queer or whatever I'm gonna make um I don't know some headbands some rainbow headbands in support of them but like innocently me thinking from my perspective as a straight person, oh, I'm helping them. I'm, I'm bringing awareness. I'm, you know, I'm doing all the right things. I would never have even thought of that perspective. So that I think that is such, this is such an important conversation to have because that has completely changed my mindset. And I thought I was, you know, supporting yeah. That's kind of why I've been making like very blanket uh jokes or pointed jokes on my tiktok instagram whatever um and it's not to like point out at people directly it's just kind of like more to raise awareness to intentions mm. <laughs> like i'm mm. never going to go to someone and be like like police them about it like like that's not my business is to know what someone's sexuality or gender identity or how they anything in that realm um it's Sorry, my phone started buzzing. I was really on a roll and I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is my phone buzzing? Um, no, yeah, it's not my business to know what these people do or that, yeah, but it's yeah. kind of like I want them to know that like there are people out there who are looking at your intentions of what you're doing mm. around Pride. Um, yeah, yeah. And I know, because I know there's like, there are creators out there who aren't, like they don't have uh, an out identity as part of their like, like I don't know, their like online identity like i'm always proudly queer and like talking about it but like i know there's people out there who are queer but then it's not part of their online persona or anything so it's a bit like they kind of have to come out during the month <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm actually bisexual with straight intentions but no one no <laughs> absolutely yeah. not. There you no. go. <laughs> and i don't i don't want to undervalue doing something like making rainbow headbands to support a friend because on yeah, an yeah. interpersonal level that's so important that's like yeah, yeah. that's really showing you know the love and support and everything it's when money gets involved that things start to get tricky because yeah whether or not the intention was to support the friend you are financially benefiting from that if you're selling that to strangers and so and so mm -hmm. that's where it's kind of like if you are not a member of the community but you are going for queer money you should be giving some of that back to the community is my opinion. and that that yeah. makes complete sense there was I actually think. a comment that i um was like oh that's actually a good question the way they worded it was absolutely fucking terrible and horrible um but you know someone had suggested you know why don't you donate money towards the community and then this person mm -hmm. in big capital letters go they don't fucking need money they can sort themselves out what would they use the money for and whilst that was Whoa. like a terrible <laughs> comment raise a good question like what does that money go towards for people who don't understand what it's needed and one person said 
you know, people from this community can become homeless. They get abandoned by their families. Mm. They need those funds to be able to live. And that's, mm. you know, a huge step. Like we've got to support everybody in that, you know, whatever situation right. they may be in. And there's probably other situations that money could go towards, but that horrible comment, which brought out a good question. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, I haven't thought about it that way. That makes sense to me. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's organizations like the Trevor Project that deal with mental health and mm. um, prevention of suicide and all sorts of things. Yeah. And like, yeah, the, the rates of homeless, oh, excuse me, homeless gay youth is, you know, astronomical because they are mm. kicked out of their homes and stuff like that. And that is what is really helpful to do with that. So like, there's so many different charities that you can find that deal mm. specifically with um, people in the LGBT community. Mm. So there's no excuse. Yeah. No excuse not to do an, that. That's in all countries too, like in New Zealand. Mm. Like, yeah. um, like I, and like one example I think of like where a community would need money and it's a bit of a side one, but I organized this event. We went to this bar in Wellington, New Zealand, and the bar owners had been in the hospitality queer community for so many years. So they'd seen it all. Um, and during the HIV AIDS crisis, um, they saw a lot of their friends who were dying, which is mm-hmm. what happened. Um, but during that time, it was there were people who were having to kind of come out because they were dying. Um, and so there was instances where families were almost like disowning their family on their deathbed. Like they wouldn't want to see them. They wouldn't want to know from them and things wow. like that. Like the story they shared was like their friend who had passed away was being put in the back of a ute. And the parents saying, take it away. And <gasps> the person, because the person was trans, they didn't want to refer to them as anything. Anyway, and so from that moment where they saw their friend being, I don't even know what happened in the end, they're taken away, but it was like very unceremoniously, like a dumping. Um, but from that moment, they started a trust fund, which I cannot remember the name of it right now. Um, but that trust ensures that uh, queer members who have passed within. New Zealand are able to have a proper send-off regardless of family support. That is fantastic. Wow. So, that is yeah, really I cannot fantastic. remember the name of it right now, but like that's then that's kind of like one of those things where you know it will directly go to supporting the queer community. Yeah. Um, but it's like those are the stories that happen. I mean, that was from a while back now, and I don't think it I think it has improved, but I don't think it's like a hundred percent still like <laughs> mm. there are a lot yeah. of people who I like it's it's so interesting when you talk to new people who you ever met before you kind of or even like in the and it's always a joke in the gay dating game as you go into like <laughs> your coming out story or something like that or like whether your family relations is like a part of like getting to know someone and that's not necessarily like like it was something that i understand to be part of the straight community yeah <laughs> is there a straight well, community i don't think so someone i i can't remember i think i saw it on tiktok or something or somewhere on social media or on the interwebs um and someone did a, a like a tiktok and it was about what's your straight coming out story and i oh, thought yeah. about it i'm like i've never as a straight person ever had to do that because that's just like not I don't know. I don't know. Go, yeah. Going back over to the, the Pandora box, I was is is straight the default setting. But yeah. <laughs> all, all jokes aside, like I've never, I don't know what that's like because I've never, like, everyone, I don't know, I don't have a coming out story because I've never had to 
because I'm, I don't know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, yeah that's sense. one of the, it's one of the common ways that a lot of people will try to shift the focus for people who are having, you know, who might be having trouble understanding um, what it's like to be a queer person is sort of like, when did you know that you were interested in the opposite gender? When did you know that you were straight? When did you like, and when they start to think about it, they're like, I guess I never really had that moment. And so it like puts things into perspective. Mm. Yeah. And like the, cause we did like a, a rainbow experience design sprint thing at one of my last jobs. So we went like really hardcore into what the rainbow experience or the queer experience in the workplace was. Um, and one of the conversations we did talk about was coming out and how almost every single conversation with someone new um, is a coming out experience. <laughs> like you have to reintroduce and you have to like see what they, like how they interact with you. And it's so tiring. And like the way they described it is like every conversation is a choose your own adventure story. Wow. And it's like, you can either come out or you could just like hold back. Well, like, like, for example if you aren't sure about what they would react like so for my own experience would be it was like a an old white man (laughs) in the workplace I'm like you're probably like I don't know if you'll probably get this but like I would go he would ask me how my weekend was and I'd be like in my mind I was hanging out with my boyfriend we went on like a day trip somewhere I was like oh we'll just hang out friends like I didn't like want to go into that detail because I couldn't be bothered trying to like come out to him and then manage that relationship and I'm like oh that's too much (laughs) but that's that's the thing and even in that even if I am like if they know I'm out and things they might not understand what like queer people do on the weekends because there is such like a nightlife kind of thing which makes like like people I know in the community just like oh yeah yeah those kind of things happen but like other people who aren't part of it would be like what the <laughs> I've been watching way like, too much I, Clear as Folk and then just going yeah that's what happens <laughs> yeah no exactly I'm like oh yeah <laughs> like that like, oh, maybe you watch Queer as Folk they I haven't have, seen like, it there's a new oh, one now, apparently they've remade yeah. it yeah 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 and the new one like I'm not going to give away too much but there's a whole uh it's like an episode dedicated to this thing which is like an event for people with disabilities but also it's like a raunchy event and like where the intent is that it's going to end up being like a sex party yeah and like they're just talking about the story and I feel like the other people be like oh my god but I was like oh yeah <laughs> seems like something people would do <laughs> like, like don't even like <laughs> think about like, oh yeah <laughs> like, and I think that's just something that I was like I feel like it's like part of the queer community I don't know if it's particularly across the entire queer community but I don't know if I know gay men are known for their sexual adventures (laughs) society's perspective is really fucking sucky (laughs) can I bring up something that might be a little controversial Tegan can we can we share that tiktok that you found yeah sure um, let me let me pull it up I'll send it to it's um I thought it was kind of funny because of the comment at the end of it, but it it, it was yeah. it was a very, it was very interesting. Um, so it was just a a, a queer I've, man interviewing people on the street about um, Pride <laughs> Month. Have you seen it? No, you know, but I think I know yeah. who the guy is. It's uh, <laughs> Chris 
Chris K. Cle Chris Clemens. I'm going to play this clip. Let's turn my phone up. Bad publicity. I need 15 more yeah. minutes. See, I'm looking for 15 minutes less, so this is going to work out real great. <laughs> what do you do for a living? You don't want to know. I'm an LGB activist. Like from Russia? No. What's the LGB? LGB. Oh, okay. Lesbian, gay, and oh, bisexual. Oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> no, I've heard of it. I just, yeah, I've, I've thought there were more letters. So, what's the difference between the LGB and the LGBTQIA plus? You tell me. Um, Are all straight people? The woman was too stunned to speak. Anything to the right of the LGB is straight people. It didn't used to have any other letters. All of a sudden, they decided it always had letters. No, it did not. Hey, you're really against the letters. Well, no. The same-sex attraction is one thing. And all those other letters are not about same-sex attraction. There are three sexual orientations, homosexual, heterosexual, and bisexual. LGB is about sexual orientation. The other letters have something the people could in some backwards way or forwards way be LGB, but it involves some other issue and agenda. Hello, yes. The hate crime is coming from inside the house. <laughs> so I think what she was I trying to say that. is those other letters are an identity, not your sexual orientation, which logically but, makes it, sense, but it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> she remind, it reminds me of um, our J.K. Rowling's version of feminism. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my yeah. mind went. It's definitely in that realm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what her because I haven't seen this. I've heard all about Jackie Rowland, but I actually don't know what she said. So yeah, essentially she's just a turf, which means trans exclusionary radical feminist, which means she's very much a feminist, mm -hmm. but trans women are not women and will <gasps> ever be women is her stance yes. on it. And yeah. she's very transphobic. Uh -huh. A lot of her work is transphobic. There's like, I. I don't know anyone who's read her stuff after Harry Potter, but I guess in one of the books, one of the villains was a trans woman and like, That's right. just, uh, like it's just, it's upsetting. Oh, wow. And I oh think yeah, it's full on. <laughs> I think with that video, like I can see where her mind was going. Mm. I think she had a lot of, I mean, there were thoughts there. <laughs> I just think she came to the wrong conclusion. And I don't think that being a member of the LGBTQIA plus community is entirely about your sexuality. It's about mm. your identity. It's about your expression. Mm. It's about, you know, so much more than that. And so there's a sort of common experiences that happen with all members of the community. And mm. that's, it, but, you know, that's what groups us together, let alone, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not just about sexuality. Mm. That's like the thing that she's talking about is like she's trying to like really box it in on only sexual orientation. But even within that, like sexual orientation is normally like towards a like a gender identity or and like anatomical like, <laughs> like mm. identity or like not identity, but like anatomy or something. I'm like, so you're just like literally at this first part, you know, like you're not looking what other people are looking at. You're just literally like <laughs> yeah. focusing on that. I was like, they're all kind of intertwined one way or the other. Like you can't just box that off. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was definitely got me thinking because I just thought 
like on face value, like just looking at that, I'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, but if you really start to dig down and you think about it more, you do, you get, you start making all those other links and go, well, hang on. But it's also, you know, for some people's sexuality is their identity and, you know, and and then it just, you know, snowballs. Yeah. And she doesn't really like, even when she's listing off the sexuality, she said there's three and I was like, Oh, (laughs) like she completely (laughs) ignored like asexuals. (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. I was like, I don't want anything. Or like, even there's like demisexual. Yeah. What's that one? Sexual. Demi is you. It's you have to have like a, a like a relationship with the person to like you have to get to know someone before you can feel like. Oh, like they're pers- like you love the person, not necessarily how they identify themselves. Exactly. You only you can only have sexual attraction once you've established like a deep emotional connection with someone. Hmm, Yeah. There you go. That's I like that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense. It's like yeah, like it's kind of I think it's kind of the idea of people who like some people like don't really care about hookups and things, and then other people Mm. do. Yeah. (laughs) Like doesn't work for them. It's like oh. And it's all so Mm. intersectional and nuanced and like. There's been all sorts of discussion of asexual people. Some of them want to be considered part of the LGBT community. Some of them don't want to be considered part of the same with intersex, same with, I mean, there's just, there's no one, at no point are we all going to agree at this about everything. Like Can't there's going to be contention yeah. in the ranks at all times. <laughs> That's interesting. That's I didn't know that um, other people didn't want to be part of the community. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, I think we're learning lots today. I think I remember it being mostly asexual and intersex. I think intersex thought sort of along the lines of that woman that because it's not their sexuality or their sexual preference, that it shouldn't automatically lump them in. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of members of the intersex community were like happy to be included in it. And so it's sort of like you never know. (laughs) See, I don't consider myself as part of it because. I have straight intentions, if that kind of makes sense. <laughs> That's the only way I can I, put it. <laughs> and like, I don't want to like pressure you or anything, mm. but if you are bisexual, I think that means you're part of the community, whether or not you have straight intentions. <laughs> like, I think that's like, I think you're just sort of conditioned to be like, well, because I'm in a hetero presenting relationship or because I only mm. have hetero presenting relationships, that means I'm excluded from the queer community. And it's mm. like, yeah, maybe that's what I've done deep down, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> And, and if that's what you're most comfortable with, like, don't let me talk you out of it. Oh, God, like, I would consider you as part of the community. Yeah. I love that. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, for example, um, because I always just say I'm gay, but it's like, I'm actually, like, I identify more as homo flexible, which is like way lesser known. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's pretty much, it's like you're pretty much gay, but then sometimes you might be like, oh, yeah. Then, like, <laughs> Like I'd be, I'd be out of the clubs. I'd be talking to some some female presenting person. I'll be like, I'm into good, this. Good looking too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, but largely, I have to explain that every single time. So that's another choose your own adventure story. But <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I cannot be bothered well explaining.
We are jumping in quickly during our um, post-episode editing to quickly bring you a very quick snippet of our sponsors this month. Yep, for the month of June 2022, just in case you're listening to this in 2025. (laughs) And who have we got this month, Tegan? So our first sponsor for this month is Louis and Lola Yarns. So they are a company from Tasmania, Australia, and they have everything you need from an indie yarn dyer, including fingering weight yarn all the way Mm -hmm. to fisting weight yarn. (laughs) Bulky weight yarn. I had to. I couldn't help it. (laughs) And pretty much on any base that you can imagine, like including possum, we discovered, which just sounds so incredibly. I don't know. I don't know what that. ah, It'll be interesting to try it. Anyway, so all the yarn bases are sourced from ethically produced. Aussie, Kiwi and UK farms and wool mills that are mm-hmm. committed to maintaining sustainable practices and do not practice mulesing. And if you're looking for vibrant colours inspired by nature that also gives back to Mother Nature, look no further than Louie and Lola. And for the month of June, exclusively to our patrons, they are offering an exclusive discount to buy one scan and get your second one at half price. And, of course, don't forget to take up on our pattern designers for the mm-hmm. month, which is Drewby Zoo. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. He's been described as an Aussie animal, and that would be a quokka because mm-hmm. he's cute and cuddly just like his pattern. That he is. And if you're looking to try Army Gurumi, look no further than Drewby Zoo. His patterns are easy to follow and you'll be a pro in no time. They are designed with beginners in mind, but you have the creative potential if you are, you know, pro crocheter you can definitely put your creative spin on it and for the month of june so there's not much time left so snap this offer up all of his patterns are 30 percent off exclusive to his etsy store and exclusive to our patrons and i'll be honest Kay, i actually went ahead and ordered myself the narwhal because i freaking love narwhals they are just yes. so bloody adorable and also the sasquatch the little baby sasquatch i thought oh my god i've got to try this so i've got to get some yarn for that i reckon make it all fluffy and, and adorable so very cute yes so this podcast would not be possible without our hrc mm-hmm. listener support and we mm-hmm. want to thank our newest patrons for joining our patreon and helping us reach our goals and to have your name shouted out and get access to discounts and yarns and all patterns and early access to our episodes head on over to patreon and search for Hard Rock Crochet or www.patreon.com slash Hard Rock Crochet. And who knows, you might have your name shouted out in the next episode. All right, let's get back to the chit-chats. Woo-woo! It's, the more... Um... No, go ahead. No, no, you're right, you're right, you go. Oh, the, I just think the more acceptance the community is getting as a whole, the more, like detailed and nuanced it's getting mm-hmm. like um like I've always considered myself just as gay but at the same time like I'm you know I, I find myself attracted to trans men I find myself attracted to non-binary people and so like technically I don't think that is all encompassed as, under gay I think that would be more of like polysexual or pansexual mm-hmm. and so it's all very like you kind of have to pick how far you want to go (laughs) into the rabbit Mm. hole of your own identity like I think I'm happy and I'm content and you know I don't know Mm. that I necessarily need to find the exact name for what I am (laughs) 
Well, that's what I was just about to say is like some people argue, well, this is just getting weight. Like there's too many letters now. Like why do we have to have labels and everything? You know, it just gets so hard to keep up. Let people Mm -hmm. just be who they want to be. But this might not be the case in 50 years' time. You know, we're we're living in a, a, you know, this era now where we're starting to, you know, accept more, we're um, bringing more Mm. awareness to so many issues, not just, you know, this community, so many different things. Mm -hmm. And in 50 years' time, we might not be using that anymore. It'll just be the norm. And that's what I hope we get to. (laughs) I really hope it, it is just the norm at some point. So, yeah, we're in a great time now to bring awareness. New generations are growing up into this. And, you know, I hope my son, he's, you know, going to grow up and be accepting of everybody. That's all I can hope for. And I hope that he's, you know, if he does, you know, want to be part of this community, he's open to, you know, happy to tell me these things. He's only four, but like, you know, the things I think about. But do you yeah. know, Tegan, yeah. I think I think it I think it is, and I don't know if it's just like my husband and I and and, and the way that we talk to our girls, but mm. I can I see it in my daughter, my three-year-old, like she'll she, you know, she's making comments that, you know, like, oh, I'm a girl, you know, but he's a boy, but she he could be a girl or you know, she could yeah, be a boy. Oh, and like she sweet. like and me growing up, like that was just like, nah. Like you we, we, like how dare you even like you're a tomboy. You can't wear that dress. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So, but I can see that in in her generation already starting to come up, mm. and it is like it's just becoming normal to, I mm. suppose, just be who you are. Yeah. The best yeah. way I can put it, yeah. which is so yeah. nice to see. And it's like I think there's also that fine line about um, like it's it's so when we were saying it doesn't matter what and like but one it does <laughs> like it always matters like to people how they identify how they present how they like it, it's important to be acknowledged like mm. you can't just ignore mm-hmm. someone's sexuality or their gender identity because for whatever you res- reason you have to respect them yeah them. you have to yes. respect it yeah. it's like it's the mm-hmm. same people like i don't see color and you're like well you should see color because there are people out here who are marginalized for many different reasons and it's like to just mm-hmm. dismiss that is isn't great um but also it shouldn't matter <laughs> like we shouldn't like see these things so it's like it's this weird uh, i don't even know i don't know how to like explain it further but that fine line is so we need to like, be able to respect to... and recognize so yeah, if we can't absolutely... respect and recognize then we can't live among each other do you know what i mean yeah yeah, we should absolutely see and celebrate our differences, but we shouldn't yeah. change our actions accordingly. Like, it's not well, about being colorblind; it's about you know, being fair and equal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that kind of ties back to sort of corporations pandering to the community during Pride, because so much of queer culture stems from people of color, Black trans women. You know, a lot of like the things that sort of eventually make their way to like pop culture <laughs> are directly from people of color in the queer community. And mm. so, I mean, there's like, there's just layers here that you have to peel back so <laughs> to find like who is being harmed by these actions. The onion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it the onion. <laughs> well, I suppose that it comes, but it comes back to if we we come back to we crochet, 
really great that they've come out now and they've taken accountability for what they've said and what they've done. But what matters now is how they're going to follow through with that. Exactly. And that's and you apply that to anything really with any in any situation in, in everyday life. You walk the yeah. walk, you got to talk, uh, you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. It's yeah. about how you how you um, can you know we all make mistakes. That's that's what happens. That's we're human beings. We learn, we grow, and that's the you know growing, yeah. moving forward, taking action, yeah. being authentic. And I do hope people like I, like I have my issues with cancel culture in a way. Like, mm, like yeah. if someone screws up, like if they what like I mean, apparently it was the newest members um of their workplace, um but like <laughs> I say, I mean obviously they've made like a, it's an absolute blunder. Mm. Like that's true, but if they learn from it, we'll find out. But like I hope people aren't just gonna be like no we we crochet is done it's like no i, I, I don't think they like they made a mistake like <laughs> you're only human at the end of the day and i totally agree mm. with this you've got to think logically yeah. about what someone's thought process was if they right out said i do not support this then that's, <laughs> yeah. you know that's their problem you yeah can, you know if they wanted to from hobby lobby about like <laughs> they can yeah and but- i won't I will tell people to steal from like I do but like <laughs> and I'm I'm definitely with Zach on this like I haven't unfollowed them yet I want to see right. where they go I want to mm. see what happens I don't mm. want to be like you made a mistake you're cancelled I never want to see you again I want to see mm. if you can grow and learn from this and you know I'll have mm. to keep checking back in to see is this hello. <laughs> I don't know darling you want to say hello hi sweetie hello, hello. yeah I love your hair today you got gorgeous you hair today. Hello. Are you going to say anything? No. No, you got to shy. I'm on a live telephone call. No. <laughs> they can say me. What are you looking for? Your tablet. Oh, you want to listen now. What do you have to say? Nothing. You just want to listen no. in a conversation. <laughs> do you love rainbows? That's what we were talking about. How much we love rainbows. Do you love rainbows? Yeah. What colors are in the rainbow? Red. Red? Mm. Just red. Wow. Just red. And a sunset or a sunrise? I've never seen her speechless, so good work. (laughs) I have that effect on a lot of people. She she can talk on, um, I always say to people, she can... Talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so does my son. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Can you go back out with daddy for a little bit? Mommy's nearly done. No. Okay. Well, no. She's our special guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. To tie up this conversation then, what what can we all give to everyone listening? What's the one thing that we would like to say or, you know, promote or, you know, to encourage support? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say here? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Be kind to well, one I, another. <laughs> can, can I say um, on the cancel culture, culture mm. kind of thing, 
let's you know i think as people yes that is your ring as people and human beings on the internet i think we just need to be more respectful and um open to other people's Mm -hmm. perspectives and um like you said drew don't you know and 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 zach try and give them another chance don't jump to conclusions yeah Yeah. don't jump to conclusions there's always there is always two sides of the coin or in this case probably like five different perspectives you know there are things that happen behind the scenes that we don't see and that's in any situation i 100 percent believe that Mm. yeah that's my two cents on just on general um controversy internet controversy i think my take on it is that the term ally shouldn't be a title it shouldn't be something that you just say i am ally should be an action and a series of actions to show you know what part of the community you're you're, you know to show that you're helping (laughs) the situation and not just sort of saying like i support you and then going back to chick-fil-a and hobby lobby and (laughs) 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 it's um (laughs) i think i think the term ally has gotten overused a lot it's kind of like like gatekeeping and gaslighting like mm-hmm. kind of buzzword that a lot of people use now and it's sort of lost its meaning, but allies really are very important because, mm. you know, they're bridging the gap. Yeah. Mm. I think my takeaway is always, is just to check your intentions with mm. everything you post, like, <laughs> especially regards to marginalized communities, just have a think, what, what, what is the benefit out of this? And is it benefiting the community or is it benefiting yourself? Mm. So just just think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I just more, I think someone's at my front door. (laughs) 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 That's what that was. (laughs) Um, I'm very much on board with Kate. I think I'm, I'm a very open person. I like to see all angles of everything and I never really judge a book by its cover. So and I will continue to be like that. If a company fucks up, I will hang around to see what happens. Um, but I think I will be a little bit more careful about what I am putting out there into mm. the universe that is social media. Not that I do controversial stuff, but you never know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's definitely something to um, think about from this side of the fence as such. Hmm. And, Stop and saying I think you're a yarn addict. I am 100% <laughs> a yarn addict. <That's> I, oh yeah, like that conversation for the hashtags is a whole nother kettle of fish, honestly. <laughs> I, I would love to have a whole conversation about that because I've got so much to say. Oh yeah, me um, too. but I think the important thing is don't ever stop asking questions either. Yes. Like to even today from this conversation, I've learned so much and I thought that I I knew quite drop. I thought I knew quite a lot about um, you know. Can you stop, please? <laughs> anyway, my point is don't ever stop asking questions because mm. you always learn something and that's how we learn and grow. Mm. And, yeah, these, these are important conversations to have. Mm. This has been actually really mm. eye-opening for me. It's good to grab a couple of points from this and go, oh, I never thought yeah. about it that way and, oh, I had no idea that's what that meant. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, this is really good. And just as kind of like a disclaimer at the end sort of mm-hmm. thing, 
like we're just two members of the, I mean we're just two voices yeah. in a sea of voices so like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you might agree with what we say you might disagree with what we say there's so many different perspectives out there and we're not like this the official spokespeople for yeah I, I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> we're both like white cis men yeah well like <laughs> our our intersectionality isn't too deep like, <laughs> right I mean, it might be in some areas, I don't know. Anyway, but <laughs> I was like, happy to hear feedback and opinions. and Yeah, I mean, we have a lot to learn and, and discover as well. Like, we're not, you know, mm-hmm. experts on this. We're not looking down or judging anyone. We're yeah. living the same experience. I don't think anyone yeah. would truly know everything. Do you know what I mean? Everyone. doesn't matter where you are, you've got to learn something. You might not yeah. want oh, to, yeah. but you might just pick it up that day or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Mm. right Um, (laughs) that's it (laughs) do you have anything to say (laughs) well said (laughs) (laughs) i think we are crochet needs to hire a new i think so Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's how easy it is yeah oh dear well yeah I, I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, wrangle the children for much longer so I may have to love you and leave you but thank you so much to yeah. everyone to have this conversation absolutely I had a yeah. great time absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you for having us um and if you would like to follow um Drew, he's at Drewby Zoo on Instagram and he's at Crochet Mizzati. <laughs> and the powers of editing will ruin I agree. <laughs> Can I just say something, Zach? When I, was, when I went to send you some stuff before, I actually typed in Zach and then I was like, oh, where, where's your account? I can't find it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to put Zaddy. Zaddy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have companies reaching out to me but saying hi Zeddy and I'm like hello <laughs> that's my name now <laughs> yeah I love a bit <laughs> oh. all right well all thank right. you very much again bye have a good night <laughs> and enjoy your rest of your weekend <laughs> yes. you too catch you later <laughs> well what a chat today that, it was. That, mm-hmm. that was, as always, never goes to plan, but that's the best kind of chats, I think. And it's definitely an eye-opener as well. And it was really good mm-hmm. to have a chat with people who um, are involved in the community and have their thoughts about how that should have been handled. <laughs> and I love learning new things. Me and these, these kind of chats are so important to just bring awareness and challenge our perspectives and learn and grow and I just love that I love that and absolutely yeah Yeah. today was awesome agree more yes Mm -hmm. so thank you so much um Drew and Zach for jumping on and having a chat with us today and yeah but couldn't thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy schedules to come and join us for that now join us for our next episode next week Back mm-hmm. to our regular scheduled content. <laughs> Unless something else goodness. happens. <laughs> well, yes, I don't know how much more controversy <laughs> in the community we need. But if you like this type of episode, let us know. 
Mm-hmm. We um, love having these kind of roundtable discussions. And who Absolutely. would you like to see next time at a roundtable? Yeah. Is this something that you would like us to have a chat about with someone or just a discussion mm-hmm. about a particular topic? Um, get in touch. And uh, don't also forget to give us five stars on Le Spotify if you listen on that platform, which a lot of you do. <laughs> Boost those uh, ratings so we can bring you more awesome crafty content. (laughs) Well, on that note, buying craft supplies and using them are two separate hobbies. (laughs) They sure are. (laughs) Happy crafting. Happy crafting. Bye.